Hi, and welcome to the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. I'm your host, Tegan Thompson. I'm a book lover, a chocoholic, and an INTJ living in a world filled with extroverts. I made this podcast to share my experiences and struggles as an introverted perfectionist and to bring the inner workings of an introvert's mind to introverts and extroverts alike. So grab a cup of tea and get comfortable. It's time to unmute. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. This week we'll be talking about the different types of introversion you may either experience and or see in other people. Um, Did you know that there are apparently four different types of introverts? Because I honestly didn't and I had to do some research for this episode. Um, Honestly, it's something I never really considered until more recently when I've started talking to other people who are introverts as well and realizing that we're not all exactly the same in the way that kind of our introvert personality affects our behaviors and stuff and so I was kind of like oh that's kind of interesting that there's like different ways that people are introverts right and Uh, I also kind of never really considered it because after doing research, I kind of learned that I'm a combination of all four of these different types. And so I guess I kind of just thought that all of it was part of being an introvert and that every introvert experienced those things. But um, I guess that's not true. And so, yeah, I'm kind of just excited to share this with you guys since it's something new that I learned and... Um, Hopefully it's something new that you can learn as well. Uh, So the first type is kind of the classic type of introvert, and it's the social introvert. And uh, a social introvert is someone who primarily prefers to spend time alone, and they will go out of their way to make sure that they have that alone time because they enjoy their own company and the key word in that is prefers it's a preference for them it's not that they have anxiety or fear about social interactions or that they don't like it it's just that they prefer their own company and they prefer to spend that time alone by themselves um when they do socialize socialization often consists of spending time with small close-knit groups Um, and this type the social introvert type is more prone to suffering from social exhaustion and so yeah uh, I definitely experienced this type um, wanting to spend time by myself because I enjoy my own company and just being by myself you know it's it's very nice and I also definitely have small close-knit groups of friends and family that I prefer to hang out with rather than large groups um the second type is the introspective introvert or they're also known as the intellectual introvert and this type of introvert often spends most of their time in their head and one could argue that this is similar to spending time on your own but um, in this case it's a little different 
Uh, they often think about everything they see, hear, um, experience. Like they think about this a lot, and they're extremely self-reflective uh, and deep critical thinkers. Uh, so because of this, they're really good at analyzing social dynamics and they are very self-aware of the effect that their presence has in situations. Um, so I've also kind of talked about this, about um, that self-reflection and critical thinking that comes with spending a lot of time in your head and reflecting on the things that you've experienced and seen and heard and um, kind of digging deeper into all of that. And the third type of introvert is the anxious introvert. Um, so this is one that probably most often will get confused with being shy because this type of introvert is someone who often struggles with interacting with other people. Um, and they may even border on social anxiety or have social anxiety. Um, and so they have this anxiety that surrounds social interaction that is kind of characteristic with introverts, but not, but as I'm sharing this, it's not gonna be characteristic of every single introvert, but it's kind of one of those stereotypes, right? Um, and an anxious introvert often makes decisions based on their perceived inability to function in large group. And I say perceived because that's something that they believe and something they think they have observed about themselves. They think they are incapable of properly functioning in large groups, or at least in the way that society expects people to function in large groups um so because of this they will decline invitations to events um mostly because of their awareness of a uh, high state of anxiety that will be created within these social interactions and in large groups rather than their preference to be alone so it's kind of different from the social introvert that I listed first, where they preferred to be alone, um, the anxious introvert will spend time alone because of this anxiety and fear surrounding social interactions more. Um, and then the last type is the restrained introvert. And a restrained introvert is someone who often holds back or remains reserved initially and takes a while a little while to warm up to people um, but once they do they are more comfortable putting themselves out there with those specific people right so they like to kind of sit back and observe and kind of take in different situations in the environment and people's behaviors um, before jumping in to that group of people in order to kind of best suit the group, suit themselves, and also feel comfortable knowing that they can trust those people with 
any information about themselves that they might give. Um, restrained introverts enjoy meeting new people, but they're extremely selective with who they'll open up to. And this is primarily because trust is really important to them and they want that trust with the people to know that, well, what I tell you about myself, the deep and the personal things that most people aren't going to know about me isn't going to be something that's going to be taken advantage of. It's not going to be something that will be used against me to put me down, make me feel bad, or shared with people who I don't trust or kind of just put out there for other people. Like They want to know that that trust exists before sharing that information. Um, and so because they kind of sit back and don't really share much about themselves, um, they're often viewed as kind of mysterious people. Um, so those are the four types. Right? You have the social introvert, the introspective introvert, the anxious introvert, and the restrained introvert. Um, and for me, I, I feel like I'm a combination of all four of those things. And um, learning about these different kind of types of introversion is kind of interesting to realize that these different behaviors I have kind of are derived from different parts of my introvert personality. Um, and so, you know, there's other introverts out there who may only fit under one of these types or um, two or more of these types. So you never know the combination. And that's why making judgments and assumptions is not a good thing because you really don't know where people are coming from. Um, but also, I think this really taught me, like, that I should, like, look to be more aware of the various differences that occur even within groups of similar people. Because I feel like it's so easy to be like, oh, yeah. I'm an introvert, and all introverts are like this, but they're not, right? And, or I could be like, well, I'm a girl, I'm a woman, all women are like this, no, right? So you, being aware that there are differences in the way people express that part of their personality or that part of their identity is so important. And, um, you know, no two people are the same. We're all different, which is so amazing, right? Because there's always diversity in everything. Um, even with two people who may seem so similar, there is some sort of diversity. And um, it's just so important to recognize and appreciate that, celebrate it, right? Um, you know? We're like snowflakes or fingerprints, right? No two are the same. No two people are exactly the same. And that's just so amazing. Something that, you know, I have to keep reminding myself of, you know, I know that nobody's the same, but then also like not generalizing people is really big and something that I try to work on every day because I know society kind of promotes that um and we don't want that right 
want to celebrate those differences that everybody has. Um, so yeah, that's all I have to say today. I know it's kind of short, but thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. If you learned anything or if you enjoyed this episode, please go share it with a friend. And as always, have a good weekend. And I look forward to seeing you guys again next week on the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast.